0: underneath.
1: Did you guys create turnovers or just kind of force a, a lot of, you know, contested shots?
0: A little bit of both. I think it was just more we made them uncomfortable um, taking away passing lanes that they weren't used to having taken away. Um, they, I think it was just a defense that they weren't quite used to. Uh, and they had, um, to their credit, their number 23, their point guard had, I mean, she had a big night. She had 22 points. Um, maybe five three pointers um it, it, it but she'd hit one and and we'd come down on the other end and it was almost automatic cameron would hit one and right back <laughs> just in the answer to hers it was a fun game honestly um it was just honestly it was just nice to see have see cameron shable have a
1: big night absolutely she's starting to come on played well for you tuesday night shooting the three well late in that game but coach arlen made a little bit of a run at you got a lead in the fourth quarter how did you fight him off and how did maybe the last couple of minutes of that game thursday night play out for you
0: you know at that point it's just the girls were clawing scratching and clawing um, doing what they had to do to fight for that win it was it kind of came down to whoever wanted it more um and defensively Hannah came up with a big steal at the end of the game um, and then they they ended up having to put her on the foul line and she hit some big free throws
1: and and to knock down free throws a light that's something that uh, is a good sign for this team
0: absolutely and you know I if I had to pick somebody to shoot them it'd be Hannah so it was it worked <laughs> out well for us
1: was she pretty confident going to the line do you think I mean she's she's a good free throw shooter
0: yeah, I think so, absolutely. She's a senior. She's our captain. Um, she's been in that kind of situation before. She, If she wasn't confident, you couldn't tell.
1: <laughs> Coach, this kind of tells you, too, how good that uh, Raccoon River Conference that you guys are playing in is. Uh, you go on the road uh, you know, to a tough place to play with the Hawkeye 10 Conference team able to come up with a victory. This has got to give this team some confidence going down the stretch run here of the regular season and then into the postseason as well.
0: Yeah, I agree. We um, we needed a win. Um, I was proud of the girls' effort. Everyone played well. Um, defensively, we were on the same page. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a good little motivation boost for us at this point in the season when we are in such a tough conference.
1: You guys headed down to North Polk on Tuesday. I went down there and covered that game. Um, thought you played well at times that night, but uh, that North Polk team just uh, really, really a good ball club. That's why they're ranked at number three in the state. As you went back and kind of looked at that game, what stood out for you about your guys' performance uh, the other night uh, down at uh, North Polk?
0: Well, I think you said it, Jeff. I mean, we executed our game plan. We, I thought we played pretty well, honestly. Um, they're just they're that good. North Polk. They were they caught fire. I think they made twelve three pointers. Um, they shot. 50 percent from the three-point line um and it, we just couldn't hang offensively with with how hot they were
1: with as good as some of the teams are in your guys's conference not saying saying that you can't go out and get one of them down the stretch of the season but what do you hope to take away from those type of games
0: i think we get better you know when you play teams like that it, the, the girls stepped up to the plate they did their job they they did everything they could um North Polk just had the hot hand that night, and honestly, I, I think it makes us better. And I think we're all on the same page. We know that to turn not only our season around, but in the bigger picture of things, the program around, we have to we have to pull off some big wins. And I would say we we probably lost a couple that we shouldn't have, and now we got to go grab a couple that we're not supposed to.
1: Coach Cam uh, Shabel, we talked about how well she shot Thursday night. Some of that started late. Uh, she had three three-pointers, I think maybe all in the fourth quarter or at least a couple of them in the fourth quarter of the other night against North Polk. So bodes well for the future to see her shoot well at the end of that game and then kind of keep that hot streak going into her next game.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And I think she just needed a – she was in a the slump there for a while and she just needed a good game to, to get her out of it and, you know, knock on wood. She doesn't go backwards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Addison Clucky continues, I think, um, missing part most of last season due to that injury. I always kind of say when a kid misses a good part of one season, just in the development part of it, they kind of almost fall a little bit behind. But you can see how now that she's getting that chance here this year and is healthy, she's gotten so much better as this season's going on.
0: Absolutely. And she's, you know, the girls voted her uh, one of our team captains along with Hannah. And I think that says a lot. She's just a strong player for us on the inside, and I feel like she gets better every game.
1: Winter sent coming up at home on Tuesday. Good ball club. I know you guys played them down there earlier this year. How different are you? How different were they now? Do you think compared to when you saw them the first time?
0: Oh, well, it's tough to say. They've the last couple of games they've had. Um, one of their probably their second leading scorer, I believe, has been sitting out. Um, and I'm not sure why. I don't know if it's a long-term thing or a couple-game type thing, so I don't know if they'll have for Tuesday. It would make a difference for sure. Um, but they play, Winterset plays a very tough zone, so we, we've we struggled with that in the past. Um, so we'll, we'll look at throwing some different things
1: their way. Well, Coach, appreciate you joining us here today. Wish you the best of luck. We'll see you Tuesday uh, against Winterset, and enjoy your weekend.
0: Thanks,
1: Jeff. Go Tigers. You bet. Head Coach Katie Cook again with the Carroll Girls basketball team back with more from MCs next here on KCIM.
2: Landis is hiring operating technicians, Soy Plus Production, and Soy Plus Maintenance roles near you. As a member of the Landis team, you'll enjoy rewarding work and competitive packages, including 401K matching, health insurance at 75% employer paid, and 18 days of paid time off in your first year plus potential bonus opportunities, go to landiscooperative.com forward slash careers. Landis, an equal opportunity employer. For more information, visit the website or stop by a location nearest you. Landis, local touch, global reach.
1: We're back here at the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show talking a little Kemper Girls basketball right now. Is joining us as head coach Tyler Tryon. The Knights go one and one on the week, a win on Tuesday night against Clorinda, a loss on Friday night against Creston. And Tyler, good to catch up with you. How you been?
3: Good, man. Glad to be here.
1: Coach, uh, let's let's jump back to Tuesday to that win, 56-33 to uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, sounds like you guys played pretty well in that one. Uh, led at the end of the first quarter, kind of led all the way through, and really looks like the third quarter is where you took over.
3: We did. We played well in the first half. They We were messing around with the zone, and they kind of exploited our high post a little bit. So at halftime, Coach and I, made an adjustment and took that away and I think they only scored two points in the in that uh third quarter, but we we got out into some passing lanes and got some oh. run outs, some some easy layups and, and we shot the ball well too. So it was uh yeah, it was a it was a nice win.
1: What were the adjustments that you guys made and who was able to kinda defensively make some of those steals and, and turn those into points on the other end?
3: Well, uh Clarinda kind of struggles to shoot the ball from the outside and we we were messing around with our normal zone but that kind of leaves the middle open so we we went a 1-3-1 one, one, but we just kept a quet under the bucket and Franny at the high post and really took that away they had some open shots from the corners but they weren't able to get those to go and we also were able to put Kate up top and let her, you know, kind of get after it and be more active and she had a handful of steals and a couple of the other girls got out in the passing lanes too and, again, just led to some runouts. And then even half court offensively, we, we executed really well and, and Franny just went to work down low. We kind of had a quack come out and set some ball screens and, and they didn't have an answer for Franny. I think she had 12 in the second half uh, to go along. I think she had 17 rebounds too, so she, she really played well
1: coach talk about how the offense executed that night you said some of it were in the second half was off steals and turnovers but you guys in double digits in all four quarters 12 in the first 13 in the second then 16 in the third and 15 in the 11 so like you said offense went well um who all played well for you offensively and where were you guys getting those openings was everything inside
3: no we knocked down some shots on the outside Aubrey Hooton is really coming along she had three threes and we kind of joke that she's just a bucket you know she's not real sure what she's doing some of the time but she's she's just a flat out scorer she can shoot up to about 23 feet pretty effortless effortlessly and um she ended up i think with 13 and franny had 18 and kate had i think 20 and um it was it was kind of all clicking there for the most part
1: you mentioned Audrey a couple of times throughout the year. Uh, what is it about her that you feel like that there's just kind of an untapped talent there?
3: Well, I I don't know for sure, but I think she kind of got started late with with basketball. I don't know that she played before junior high, but she just lives at the rec center, and she uh, she's she's so naturally athletic. I mean, she's she's kind of fast, but she's got some hops and she's got some length to her, and we. We decided to start playing her some J V just so she can see the ball go in the hole. Um, and she's been she just plays a couple quarters of J V, but I think the last three games she's had twelve points in each half and then it's been carrying over for the most part in the diversity game. So she's she's really come a long ways.
1: Coach, you mentioned a quit down in the post defensively, bottom of that one three one. Is that something that looks like you guys could use that more as this season goes on? She's such a great rim protector.
3: Yes, yes, she's, uh, you know, in the Hawkeye 10, it, it's, she struggles sometimes just because there's some good, strong, physical girls down there that uh, even if she catches their first shot, a lot of times they'll they'll be able to get it and, and take it back up in, but um, against Clarinda, they they didn't have much inside, so it's kind of funny, a lot of times after she blocks a couple shots, girls will get inside and they'll see her there and they're, like, nope, I'm not taking that up. They look to kick it out right away. So even though she's not blocking a ton of shots, she's still being effective down there because they they know what will happen if they try to take it up.
1: Coach, let's bounce ahead now to the game. On last night, uh, you guys hosted Creston. Uh, we tend to almost joke about it in a way, even though it's not really funny that teams come and, and play against you guys. And sometimes teams that don't shoot the ball well do shoot the ball well. And it sounds like that uh, is what Creston did last night.
3: It is, and so I was talking with Cora after the game that she's, she's pretty frustrated. She's like, why does this always happen to us? Because we they have two six-footers down low, and we junked them, went triangle, and but inverted and just kept a quad under the bucket. Then we guarded those two girls' man and did a pretty good job shutting them down. We held them both below the average. They got some points at the free throw line, but then they had – one girl averages three a game. She went for sixteen, and then they had a couple other girls. They hit eight threes, and I think they averaged two and a half threes a game. You know, so it's you know when you when you go junk defenses, that's kind of how you roll the dice, and you're daring some of these other girls to beat you, and, and that's that's exactly what happened tonight. They had some other girls step up and knock down some big shots, and and um, we it was we couldn't overcome it.
1: What worked for you guys offensively?
3: Oh, well, we got looks, and we, Coach Yetmar and I were keeping track in the second half because we came out and the first couple of minutes we had four threes, literally go in and out, rattle in and pop out, and they were right there, uh, and it <laughs> just couldn't get anything to go. But we had, um, Cora had some good looks and and some good takes, and um, Franny had some good looks down low. That you know, with, with that length, she goes up strong and. And we'll get the blocks, get her shot blocked. But you know, half the time it looks like a foul. But if they don't call it, you gotta you gotta just keep playing on. But uh, Kate continues to make things go. She's she she didn't shoot the ball particularly well last night, but I think she ended up with 17. So. One, one, one of these nights, Jeff, they're going to start calling.
1: <laughs> they will. She's too good of a player to, to to have too many more off nights before things go. Coach, we hope that it comes Monday night. You guys head up to Spirit Lake. Have you had a time, chance to peek at them at all?
3: <laughs> a little bit. I was sitting here watching TV about two weeks ago, and that MediaCom Channel 22 replays some high school games, and Spirit Lake was playing Estherville, Lincoln Central, and I was watching it, and my son came in and said, what are you watching? So, well, Spear Lake. We play them in a couple weeks. And, uh, they're, I think they're around 500. They play some pretty good competition up there. They, they look athletic and they they got some length to them. But hopefully, you know we're battle tested enough with our Hawkeye team competition that we can go up there and and uh, good things will happen.
1: Well, Coach, we wish the best a lot coming up on Monday. Always good to catch up with you on the MC Country Cafe Coachy Show. Thanks for joining us here today.
3: Yep. Thanks, Jeff. Have a good one.
1: You bet. Back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaching Show next year on KCIM.
4: It's that time of year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast-friendly service. Whether you're stopping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily specials, stop in today, try a slice of their homemade pie, a cup of soup, or all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 27 years. MC's located on Highway 30 East in Carroll veterinarians warn that animal health is at risk from dangerous diseases impacting livestock and poultry, such as foot and mouth disease and avian influenza. These diseases can spread quickly and eliminate entire herds and flocks, inflicting major damage on our food supply and agricultural communities. Dr. John DeYoung, president of the American Veterinary Medical Association, AVMA, says there are programs in the 2018 Farm Bill that can help. Veterinarians support permanent, full funding of a three-pronged approach to animal disease, including a National Animal Pest Disease and Disaster Prevention and Response Program, the existing National Animal
5: Health Laboratory Network, and a National Livestock Vaccine Bank with immediate
4: attention to foot and mouth disease. Together, these programs will help us better prepare for the next animal disease outbreak. The AVMA asks Congress to fund these key programs as they finalize a farm bill.
6: KCIM, Western
7: Iowa weather. Daytime highs approaching 29 today. Under overcast skies, winds out of the west, 8 to 15 miles per hour. Overcast skies again tonight. Chance for snow, lows of a around 8 above. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times. Tomorrow, daytime highs approaching 25. From the Weatherology Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Paul Frobley. See the full forecast and the Brinks Exteriors radar at 1380kcim.com. Right now, 19.
1: Back here at the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show, talking Carol basketball right now with the boys' side of things with head coach Randy Bees, and they're coming off a of- Absolutely fantastic win on Tuesday night over at North Polka, knocking off the conference leader and pushing themselves really right back into the hunt for the conference championship. Coach, uh, first of all, congratulations again for Tuesday's win, and uh, thanks for joining us on this Saturday morning.
8: Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. It was it was a fun one on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, that had to be a lot of fun. I could tell kind of the focus on the guys when you guys got there that night and then the intensity that, that we played with all season long. I've seen you guys intense but that might be the most intensity I've seen this team play with all season.
8: Yeah, uh, I mean, we we try not to talk about what's going on in the conference. We we try to just take one one game at a time. And uh, you know, Polk got us at our place, uh, so I think our guys were ready to go. And uh, defensively, we were really good out of the gate. Even in the first half, uh, we were really good. So. It was good to get off to a good start, and uh, you know it was uh, close after the first quarter, 12-10, to 10, and uh, Caleb Booth was really good in the second quarter. Uh, I think he had uh, 13 of his points uh, in the second quarter alone, uh, which got us to that 10-point lead at halftime. And then the uh, second half was just a grind, and it was fun to come out on the winning end.
1: Uh, Coach, two things that stood out for me at the beginning, along with the intensity. Uh, one was Caden Cook defensively. Uh, And number two, how you guys continue to seem to establish um, Evan Hammer down in the block early.
8: Yeah, uh, Kaden did a great job. Uh, Sullivan Kidd from North Polk is a really nice player. Uh, Only had four points in the first half uh, and only got to the foul line twice. So Kaden did a really nice job. Uh, You're right, Evan Hammer, uh, he always seems to to get us going uh, for a game. Uh, His intensity, his energy level, I mean, he's always ready to go. And, uh, you know, he's gotten better at blocking shots, gotten better defensively, and uh, can put the ball in the hole too. So he he got us off to a good start as well.
1: You mentioned the run by Caleb there, 13 points in the second half. If I remember correctly, he had 10 straight. Uh, it was kind of interesting. I was talking with him in the post game, and they took their only lead at 20 to 17. and, and he said he came down the court, and he kind of looked over at you, and you kind of gave him that look, like, "Okay, go ahead and go," uh, meaning take over is is how he took that, and, and he did that. Uh, went on a 10-0 run, put you guys up. And then Tanner Gatto gets that bucket right before the end of the half to to put you up, uh, you know, by 10, as you said at halftime. But nice to have a guy that is is worried about getting everybody else involved but can take over and score kind of almost at will when he needs to.
8: Yeah, I mean, if that's all I have to do to get him going, <laughs> i got to do that a few more times throughout the game. But uh, you're right. I mean, we, we got a little stagnant there in the second quarter. Uh, shots weren't falling, uh, you know, and we needed, we needed a basket. And I, he had a tough three, uh, and I could just tell that, uh, you know, he was going to get it going. So we ran a couple sets to get him. Uh, kind of a clear out and uh, more one-on-one action, and uh, he hit a three, he hit a pull-up jumper. I uh, got to the basket once, I think, too. And you know, we held for the last shot there right before halftime, and uh, made the extra pass. And Zach Dirks, I think, made the extra pass. Then uh, after Caleb found Dirks, and Tanner got a layup there to put us up ten. So, you know, he's—you're he, right. I mean, he's such a such a nice, complete basketball player. He's such a good kid that he, he knows that. You know, he needs to get his teammates involved, uh, but he also knows that when it's time for him to take over a game. And he did it there uh, right before halftime, and then he also did it there at the end of the game as well. And, you know, making, uh I think he was – uh eight for nine or something from the free throw line down the stretch in the fourth quarter so uh, he's such a complete player and he's so fun to play with as well I mean we talk about it all the time uh I remind his teammates you know it's one thing to have someone who can score 20 points a game but it's another thing to have someone that leads the conference or is up towards the top and assists as well so he's such a team player and such a, a fun kid and you know, we talk about it too, he's usually guarding the other team's best player as well, you know, and he doesn't come out of the game ever. Uh, you know, I, I would say Caden had to guard uh, North Polk's best player, but Caleb was on the second best player, and uh, that, that kid didn't score a point in the first half, averages 9 or 10 points a game, he had 3 points, he had 1-3 uh, in the second half, and that's because Caleb had to help on the backside. side, <laughs> so it wasn't even his fault. So, uh, he, he does such a such a good job. He runs our team so well. and uh, you know he really does a good job of getting everyone involved, but he also knows when it's time, uh, he needs to be a little more aggressive
1: coach you knew probably at halftime that they at some point in the second half were going to make a run uh, it seems like they've done that they've seemed to kind of hang close to teams this year then get on a run and, and pick up their wins uh, ethan langling's defense uh, three charges taken that night stands out and i kind of mentioned that night that i have friends of mine and other media members that constantly talk about the charge calling in the charge need to be taken out of the game i i, I showed that's the reason why it's still a part of the game because uh, that was big for you guys the other night but you guys withstood that run hit your free throws uh, down the stretch, but uh, a lot of guys contributing kind of uh, in different ways to this win.
8: Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, we kind of weathered the storm a little bit in the third quarter. I think we were up 10 going in there, and I think uh, Sullivan hit a hit a layup at the buzzer to make it a nine-point game going into the yep. fourth quarter, and sure enough, uh, they got the ball to start and they hit a three, and all of a sudden, it's a six-point game, you know, right at the beginning of the fourth quarter. So uh, that, that game could have very easily uh, gone a of different ways there uh, late in the fourth quarter and our guys did a nice job they got stops when they needed to you're right uh i mean whoever you're talking to about taking charges out of the game i'd love to have a conversation (laughs) with them because we we preach that all the time in practice i mean it's all about you know being in the right spot and and helping and uh you know ethan definitely did that uh i mean All three of them were legit, too. He was there the whole time, and he got ran over. So give him credit. I mean, that's Sullivan kids 6'6", 225 pounds. So uh, you really have to sacrifice your body and know that you're doing it for the team, and you might get hurt a little bit doing it. So uh, he made some really big plays, got some rebounds for us down the stretch as well. You know, Nick Mackey scored 12 points for us, got to the foul line. Uh, So it was good to see him get it going a little bit as well. you know, we talked about Caden and Evan and and some of those guys. And, uh, you know, a couple guys came in off the bench and and had some nice minutes for us as well competing. So it was just a good good team win. The guys were excited. Uh, It's always fun when you can end the game the right way, uh, getting the ball in Caleb's hands and making some free throws down the stretch and getting a few stops here and there. So uh, it's just one of those games where you feel good after it, uh, regardless of the score. Uh, You just feel good that you put a complete game together.
1: Tigers back within one now in North Polk in the loss uh, column in the conference uh, in kind of a jumbled mess of four or five teams. But, Coach, you guys step out of conference today. Uh, you head over to the Gilbert Tournament, uh, and uh, you take on a Dallas and a Grimes team that I know was ranked number one for a little while in state. Uh, their one loss, I think, coming to Pella. Um, this is a good ball club. This is going to be a good challenge. And I know when I talked to you Tuesday night, you guys were so focused on the North Polk game. You hadn't looked ahead yet. It's been a few days. you probably got the game plan pretty well in hand coming into today. What are you seeing from DCG?
8: Yeah, they're they're really good. Uh, I mean, they're not overly tall. They, I mean, they do have a six four, six five post player, but they got a lot of guards, and those guards are quick, they're fast, they can all shoot it. Uh, they 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 try to speed you up as much as possible. I mean, they'll they'll press you all over the place. They got two or three different presses. Uh, they try to junk you on the half court and try to trap all over the place and get you to turn it over. So. They're definitely uh, way different than uh, the teams that we've seen. Uh, but, you know, when we joined this shootout, we wanted to play, uh, you know, someone really good and really challenge us. So this is definitely going to be one of those games that we'll have to take care of the basketball. We'll have to play good solid defense. We'll have to play good help defense. We might have to take a few more charges uh, and be in the right spot and, and hope we get them to miss and then make sure that we take care of the basketball on the offensive end because we'll see defenses that we haven't seen probably all year.
1: Well, Coach, we wish you the best of luck. I look forward to seeing you guys over at Gilbert later on today.
8: Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it.
1: You bet. Head coach Randy Beeson again with the Carroll Boys basketball team. Back with more from MCs coming up next here on KCIM.
6: Kristen Campisi with Kathy Steffes from Topaco, Community Credit Union in Carroll. 2022 is here, Kathy. What a great time to start organizing your finances for for 2022 in the future.
9: Absolutely. Just like your physical well-being, we benefit from our regular financial checkup. It's a great opportunity to review your goals, your budget, your investments, even legal documents like your power of attorney and will. There's a lot of organizing that you can do for the future. You know, ask yourself the tough questions. What if you're suddenly unable to care for yourself and your finances? Are you prepared? Let's take it a step further. Do you have a plan in place for when you pass away? And you also have to consider any life changes. Anytime you experience a life-changing event, it's important to review your accounts, insurance policies, and documents like your power of attorney and will. Make sure your accounts have the correct information and updated beneficiaries. We at Dupaco, we have a free money makeover that can help guide you through your financial checkup. You can either stop in, call us, or you can get some of our free financial tools and resources at dupaco.com slash learn. Keeping your finances on track in 2022, DePaco Community Credit Union.
4: My name is Jim. I'm a veteran and I lost both legs in Vietnam. My victory was proving that a disability
10: is not a limitation.
2: I'm Julius. I'm a veteran. My victory was going from
9: homeless to home.
10: At DAV, we're on a mission, helping veterans of all generations get the benefits they've earned
9: I'm CeCe. My victory was finishing my education.
10: When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org.
1: Kemper Boys basketball team picking up a big win at home on Friday night, knocking off Creston. A nice bounce-up back victory joining us right now to talk about that. Head coach Sean Minahan. Coach, congratulations. Good win. Glad for you guys last night.
11: Yeah, thank you. You guys played really well. It was was fun. They brought up brought some great energy, and uh, we had just an awesome ground. uh, So it was fun to put on a show for everybody. Came
1: out shooting the ball well, 19 in the first quarter. What worked?
11: Uh, Made threes. (laughs) Shot the ball really well from the outside. (laughs) Hit a bunch of threes early on. um, Got some big stops defensively. Rebounded well in the first quarter. Um, They got a couple offensive rebounds and second chance opportunities to end it out. (laughs) Excuse me. They were able to close the gap a little bit, but Um, you know, our guys continued to battle.
1: Sounds like you guys struggled a little bit from the free-throw line. How were you able to hold on in that fourth quarter after they trimmed that lead?
11: Uh, You were able to get enough stops defensively um, was the number one thing. The number two thing was their guys were just they're still able to execute. Um, We shot the ball really well. We made seven threes in the first half. um, So that's nice, but we only made one in the second, which they were doing a better job of taking away our shots on the outside. Um, But that opened up driving lanes, and our guys did a good job of attacking.
1: Who shot the ball well for you early?
11: Uh, you know, Michael Kaspar would be the first guy that sticks out. He had four threes for the game. Um, Michael Pottebom had two threes. Nate Overmore hit, hit one. Uh, Dawson Gifford hit one, so um, it, was, it was a nice little spread the wealth type of thing.
1: Coach, seems like Michael Pottebom's had a pretty good week this week. He's starting to come on kind of late like he did last season?
11: Yeah, yeah, it was one of those things where his shot looked so darn good out of his hand that it, um, it was just—it was kind of—he was kind of all over the place with his touch um, to start the year, um, and, and he's he finally got that confidence. It was early on; he just kind of lost the confidence on his shot, and, and he's really starting to find it right now.
1: They scored twenty in the third. You said you got defensive stops in the fourth. You give up just eight in that fourth quarter. What changed? What Would you guess switch up defensively in that fourth?
11: Uh did a better job of rebounding was the number one thing Um, and then we did a better job of stopping ball pressure Um, on the perimeter. We're giving up too easy a drive so we did a better job of getting the ball stopped earlier so they weren't getting quite as deep into our defense and giving them easy looks.
1: Coach, pretty happy. What's this win mean for you guys on that bounce back after Tuesday night? How important was that? It's
11: just a reminder to our guys uh, the level of energy and focus we need to show up with every game. Um, You know, we had a number of guys we had, you know, the number one thing is Isaac Evans is out the last couple of games um, and he's you know he's our he's a returning captain he, he's a, kind of a, the heart of our team I and mean, he's our vocal leader um, both in practice and in the huddles on the floor you know he's our guy a lot of our guys turn to uh, so not having him definitely hurt our you know we played great last week at Glenwood um, but Monday it, it showed in practice and it showed again at Tuesday's game, um, he he was back practicing with us on Wednesday. Um, had great practice Wednesday and Thursday, and then and, and our guys brought that energy into today's game.
1: Coach, let's bounce back. Hate to do it to Tuesday. Uh, you went down. You took on Clarendon. It's a long road trip. Uh, got out early. Uh, up at the end of the first quarter, right there, all game long. But. Uh, not a good fourth quarter. Outscored uh, eighteen to seven. Uh, I kind of talked with you a little bit before we went on the air here today, and uh, could kind of sense a little frustration about the, that one Tuesday. What happened?
11: We just weren't locked into the game. You know, uh, I I think our guys saw some stuff on film where a couple of our guys might have been a little overconfident, and we tried to tell them how Carinda's. You know, they got a lot of length. They got a lot of, lot of athleticism. Um, they had a number of guys who were six, two to six, six in that range. I think they had five or six guys in that range. Um, they're athletic. They could run, they could jump a bunch of state qualifiers and track. Um, and you know, we didn't do a good job of rebounding. We were kind of sloppy with the basketball. We didn't, we shot the ball really well in the first half that kept us in it. It was a tie game at halftime. Um, you know, in the second half, we just weren't able to execute, we missed a lot of easy points around the rim. Uh, and just our body language, just, it suffered. Um, had a little bit of an illness stuff kind of going through our team. I was kind of under the weather um, under the weather myself. I told our guys we need to, uh, I was counting on them to bring the energy because I wasn't going to be able to, to really to provide any from my end just because I just, I wasn't there myself. Um, and we weren't able to capitalize and, and pick up. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, it was just a learning uh, leadership, you know, skills that we've got to continue to learn and, and we get better at.
1: Coach only scored eight in the third. You said tied at half. You guys score eight in the third, but you're only down three going into the fourth quarter. How well did the defense play in the third?
11: Um, it just it was we were giving up easy drives, easy looks at the basket. They shot the ball better than they had. It hits a couple shots, but the biggest thing was is um, you know our body language wasn't there. Uh, they got out on a ten. You know, three three point game. They were able to send it out to ten, uh, about midway through the fourth. And um, I, I, and I turned to some other guys, some of some of our other guys who, who work hard in, in practice. And I gave them an opportunity because I didn't think our front line guys were doing what they needed to do. So I, so I gave it to our, other, I gave those other guys the opportunity to close out the game. Um, and and it, it, for the most part, it stayed, it stayed pretty much the same score there. So um, you know, those guys went in. Um, they work hard in practice every week at running run our scout team stuff. So um, they deserved an opportunity to go out and, and see what they could do. And they did a good, they did a good job of going out there and battling to close out that
1: game. Coach, uh, you guys uh, right back at it today. You head over to the Gilbert Tournament, going to be taking on Martinsdale-St. Mary's about one thirty ish the scheduled start time right now. Um, I know you've been focused on the conference games and the game you had last night on Friday, so probably haven't had a big chance to, to get prep for this game as far as putting in a game plan. So what is the game plan for you guys today? What do you want to see from this ball club in a, in a game that's a tournament game that doesn't hurt you in the conference or anything else?
11: Uh, I want to see us carry our energy over from, from, from the game against Creston. That's the number one thing. Uh, can our guys be locked in and focused? Uh, can they inter- can they communicate to one another? Can they be excited for one another? Um, can we get that to carry over? Can we shoot the ball the way we did in the first half? Um, maybe You know, even not even at the same percentage, but can we shoot the ball with confidence, find good looks? Um, can we get it to carry over the second half? Can we rebound better? Uh, they they're undefeated i'm i'm assuming they're ranked and as a team being undefeated um play some play some tough teams so i don't know we'll see we'll see what we got they have a guard that's really good who shoots the ball extremely well so hopefully we can match up with him um and we can kind of build off of what we got going we have a, a number of guys that are starting to score um it's not just one guy that's really scoring for us we have one you know, we'll have a guy have a good game for us, but we have consistently have a number of guys in that five to 10 point range. So, um, you know, hopefully we can push that, get a couple more guys in double figures and and defensively get a few more rebounds.
1: Well, Coach, we appreciate you joining us here on this Saturday morning. Best of luck. I'll see you over there later on today. Thank you. You bet. Head coach again, Sean Minahan with the Kemper Boys, back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaching Show coming up next here on KCIM.
9: You may be into punk rock, soft rock, At Panera, you can say yes to both of your cravings. We call it You Pick Two. And with over 465 pairings, you'll find a meal sure to satisfy any mood. Are you feeling both fresh and fun? Pick our Fuji apple salad with a new Thai chicken soup. Or maybe you're feeling classic and bold. Pair some creamy mac and cheese with our new citrus Asian crunch salad. Pick your perfect pair and order a You Pick Two today. Panera, the familiar made fantastic.
6: And we want to welcome you back here to the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show right here on 1380 AM and 95.1 FM KCIM. Tyler Bruner filling in for Jeff Blankman for this interview, but I'm super excited for this one. We're talking with Deb Denner, the head coach of the Carroll Tigers Boys Swimming Team here today, talking about their last meet at Boone, their upcoming meet at the Lewis Central Invite, and maybe a little bit on districts coming up soon. Coach, thank you so much for joining us here this morning.
12: You bet. It's always good to be here.
6: Absolutely. So, Coach, I wanted to start off our interview just by talking about the latest meet you guys got done with. Pretty successful day at Boone. Uh, One of the highlights there was uh, Xander Kenyon getting that new school record in the 100 Butterfly. Uh, Just talk to us just a little bit about that meet uh, and what was going well for the guys.
12: Yeah, um, you know, the boys are always excited to head over to Boone to swim. Um, Spencer joined us over there, too. So, uh, you know, it was a really good meet for him. You know, a lot of friends there. So um, they were all really pumped and excited to swim. And, um, yeah, you know, they they had a fantastic meet. Xander, uh, you know, he just he went out. He was looking for a record, and he absolutely got a record. So, um, you know, he was really excited, and that really kind of sparked the rest of the boys to uh, really step up and and go hard. So, um, you know, that was just a, a, a great part of the evening for us.
6: And I know your guys have been working hard all season long. Uh, talk to me just specifically about xander. has that been one of the uh times that he's been chasing all season long?
12: yeah, um you know and he's you know looking for a, a really good fifty free time also so he he jumped out with the twenty two nine nine um you know pretty exciting for for him for that time um, you know for this part of the season we were really going hard and and not getting a lot of rust, so the boys are getting kind of tired. and you know just to to be able to throw those kind of times out yet is just you know is fantastic. So uh, you know they they are absolutely looking forward to when they finally get to start taper and and get some rust and uh, see what they can do at districts.
6: yeah, absolutely. And you know this team has had a lot of really great success all throughout the year, um even had the chance to go up against some really tough competition and get some great experience there. Um, so just talk to me just about the team in general. How do you feel they've been developing throughout the entire year and how do you feel they're kind of getting ready for district coming up?
12: Yeah, um, you know, we, we just, we work hard uh, every day at practice, um, just uh, working on, on all the little things, the technique, the turns, the starts, you know, all everything that really matters. Um, you know, and, and. we we keep building it up um you know we get to throw in some competitions every now and then and just to kind of see where we're standing and and the boys are doing fantastic and they're you know they're right on schedule where they need to be so um yeah you know like i said we're we're really working hard right now and and just kind of exhausting ourselves and Mm -hmm. and uh getting ready for that the the big meet at for districts
6: Yeah, absolutely, and about this time, it's grind time, so it's obviously these guys are getting to the point where they're getting worn down, but obviously getting ready for that postseason action. Um, One of the things I've noticed about this team is just how well put together the relay teams are, whether they're getting first or they're getting second. They've been consistent all throughout the year. Has there been much changes between each of the relays? I know you've tried to swap in a couple of new guys into the uh, rotation. So how has it kind of been developing those relay teams this year?
12: Yeah, you know, they're they're still up in the air. Um, Boys know that these these last couple of meets, um, they're still fighting for a spot on the relay. Nothing is a guarantee for them yet. So, um, yeah, you know, with with working hard and everything, being tired, it's you know it's who can shine the brightest right now and uh you know so that's who will get relay spots but um yeah they, you know we, we've tried quite a few different things but uh nothing's set in stone yet
6: i was gonna say is there sort of a process you go through because i know districts are coming up here soon is there sort of a process or something you look for within guys to finalize those relays because like we said you have a lot of different guys going in positions fighting for spots is there something specific yeah. you look for
12: well, with swimming, it's pretty black and white. Um, your times talk volumes. Um, you know, if if you got the best times, you're probably going to be on the relay. What, what leg of the relay will depend on your relay exchange, um, you know, just different things like that. So, yeah, it, it's, you know, it is a pretty black and white kind of thing. Um, it, it, whoever's got the best times is who's going to be swimming relays
6: right and obviously in things like this you know if you compare it, kind of to track uh that the most minute seconds that you can shave off are going to make a big difference
12: oh definitely every every hundredth of a second matters so um you know when you got 50 some teams looking to make the top 16 um, yeah sometimes it comes down to that hundredth of a second of being the, that one last team to get in so um, hopefully we're not that last team. Hopefully we're a little above that yet. Mm. But um, yeah, you know, every every little bit matters.
6: Absolutely, and uh, you know, talking just about shaving down times and getting better every single time. Uh, the one thing I wanted to ask you, out of um, all the guys you got, you got a lot of really great athletes that are um, competing here this year. Um, is there one guy that has stood out for you that has improved the most, or has done the most work, or has been a leader this year? Who would kind of that one individual be?
12: Yeah, you know, I don't know that I have one that has um improved the most, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we our, our seniors have been a great group of guys. Um, you know, yeah uh Jonathan Dose, Noah Bell, Xander Canyon, um, Sam Jansen. They they've all done a fantastic job leading the team. Um, you know, making sure people are pumped up, ready to go. Uh, you know, they all swim fantastic times. So, um, you know, sometimes you drop time early season sometimes you drop time a little bit later in the season so that that's really not a a, a tell all just yet mm-hmm. so um yeah you know that i i guess i wouldn't point out one swimmer in particular mm-hmm. right at this point
6: yeah more of just kind of that group effort late in the season yeah yep yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, talking about sort of the next meet you got coming up, it's today at Lewis Central. Um, any sort of thoughts on the meet and how you think the guys are going to do?
12: Yeah, um, no clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so uh, Sioux City will be there. You know, we've seen them a, a couple of times already, um, and and they will be a very strong team. Uh, Atlantic will be there, and and we've seen them once or twice already also, and. So we know what they have. Uh, Lewis Central, obviously, is there. Um, you know, they're, they're a fairly decent team. Uh, but everything else is made up of Omaha schools. So, uh, yeah, I have no idea what they have, uh, what to expect. We are just going to do the best that we can possibly do.
6: Yeah, absolutely right. Well, Coach Danner, I appreciate you again coming on here to our MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Uh, good luck against uh, everyone at that Lewis Central invite, and we'll, of course, catch up with you later on.
2: Great. Thank you. Landis is hiring operating technicians, Soy Plus Production, and Soy Plus Maintenance roles near you. As a member of the Landis team, you'll enjoy rewarding work and competitive packages, including 401k matching, health insurance at 75% employer paid, and 18 days of paid time off in your first year. Plus potential bonus opportunities. Go to landiscooperative.com forward slash careers. Landis, an equal opportunity employer. For more information, visit the website or stop by a location nearest you. Landis, local touch, global reach. We're
1: back here at the MC Country Cafe. Coach is here, Eric Nagel, the head coach for the Carroll Wrestling team, joining us. They're coming off a great night uh, last night over at the Herb Ergrens, getting all of the wrestlers through and both of their girls' wrestlers up at the State Girls Wrestling Tournament over at Extreme Arena over in Iowa City in the Coralville area. So, Coach, really got to be happy with uh, the last 24 hours.
5: Yeah, it was it, guys and girls especially have been wrestling really, really well, especially after – kind of our little hiccup on Thursday night you know we, we really didn't wrestle to our best ability on Thursday and you know I think the kids were kind of disappointed a little bit and we just kind of short memory and came back and and moved on and wrestled through and got everybody through and the girls are doing really well down at the state tournament too
1: let's hit thursday real quick just so that we don't spend much time on the bad things but you mentioned <laughs> kind yep. of a hiccup what happened you lost a winter set and carlisle uh two traditional especially winter set solid programs but the way you guys had been going was kind of surprised a little bit by the losses
5: yeah well you know we our 160 pounder broke his hand so he was out in our 170 had a kind of little tweaked, a little MCL, so we didn't really risk it. So, you know, there's 60, 70, 82, 95, and, you know, we're used to, you know, giving up some weights, but, you know, that's kind of a tough thing for us. You, you pull some guys out of there like Thaddeus and, and Sterling, and it just didn't feel right. We You know, you make all the excuses in the book. We just we weren't very focused, and I think it came back and kind of bite us in the rear end a little bit, and and we just weren't ourselves. And like I told the guys, you know, I'm not of wasn't mad. I was just, it just wasn't us. You know, we always come together as a team and we just kind of let each other hang a little bit. And I don't know, it just kind of bit us in the rear end a little bit and nothing to take away from Carlisle and Winterset, you know, like you said, Winterset's traditionally well and always been tough in the conference and Carlisle, you know, I talked to Jason, I sent him an email this morning and those guys did a great job. They stayed in position. They wrestled hard through every position. It was really hard to get them out of position and you know, they, they wrestled us really, really well and they're young and, which is scary for the next part, you know, but Carlisle did a great job. Jason did a great job with those guys. And we just kind of lost focus a little bit and, but, you know, turn around and forget about it and move on today and, and try to get everybody through. And that was our goal.
1: Yeah. You got everybody through in that opening day of the Herberger and one of the toughest and most elite wrestling tournaments in Iowa every year. You guys had a really good Friday night. Uh, so everybody going to be wrestling later on today, um, uh, to be able to maybe still get, you know get through in place and can keep continue to kind of get you guys points. What stood out for you Friday? Uh, I know you probably feel like everybody wrestled through well if they all got through. But what was what was some of the key moments for you guys tonight?
5: Uh, I think just 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 taking it off and getting back in there. You know, it's kind of like when you fall off a bike. You know, you just got to jump back on. And and our guys weren't weren't wavering any. They were ready to go and 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 get back in the matches and wrestle our matches and. You know, you, you got to jump on that. You know, you got to jump on that bike again. You can't be scared, and and, and you got to have short memories. And I think that's what it was best about Friday is everybody just kind of came together and you know did their did their job. We told them, do your job, and 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 the rest will take care of itself. And you can only control yourself. and You can only control how you go to matches. And some guys, you know, fell a little bit early, and and you got to battle back. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to show some adversity and see we'll see where we're at. That's why we love this tournament at this time of the year. I know it's tough because you're weighing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but it's a three-day thing, and it gets us prepared for the state tournament. And, you know, this is the last push of the grind on January. So I I was really happy with the way our guys bounced back, and and got refocused. That was the main point.
1: How many guys on the front side for you?
5: Um, Draylen's on the front side. Cale Nelson's on the front side. Cooper Ludwig's on the front side. Levi's on the front side. What? Oh, gyros on the front side, Carter Drake. I think that's it.
1: Carter Drake not oh, on Sidney's the front? Oh, on
5: the front side, too. No, okay. Carter had a tough first round. Okay. That 38 bracket was really, really weird. He had a first round, and he ended up getting Ty from Sergeant Buff Lurton, and, you know, just kind of lost that match there. And, you know, but got to wrestle on that backside to come through, and Sterling had a tough loss in there. You know, those first round losses are tough, but you got to bounce back and, and see who – he was ready to go so we, we got some guys on the front side and they got to be ready to go tomorrow
1: and 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 talk about the guys on the backside that had to come through especially like with Carter you lose that first round sometimes it's tough to mentally recover from that sounds like everybody did a good job of kind of flushing that and moving on
5: yeah it, it's, it's, it's a sink or swim situation you know you're in the middle of the ocean and you got to swim to the boat so you know you can't really feel sorry for yourself and that's where you get caught you know you feel bad for yourself you feel like it didn't go your way and that's when guys that's when the sharks come out and get you and, and we gotta be ready to fight the sharks and, and move on and, and they did a great job of just kinda of forgetting it and we just gotta go out and wrestle. You know, it's that refocus again. You hit adversity, some didn't go your way, what how are we gonna react to it? And you know those guys are doing it and, and we talked as coaches, those guys on the backside, they're gonna wrestle a lot and they're gonna score us a lot of points and they're gonna move in and we're still gonna get shots at those guys, you know? Carter's still gonna get a chance to wrestle with him again. Yep. And and we gotta be ready to go and 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 move on and like we talked about, it, it it's win and move on on that backside. You you got no choice. You just got to win and move on. And then the front side is stay there as long as you can. And when you get to that backside, you know it's sink or swim. And then we got to start swimming. You can't feel sorry for yourself. And, and I thought they're feeling sorry for themselves. I hate saying that, but you know you just feel down about yourself. You know it, you didn't didn't get what you wanted, but you got to get the next best thing. You know, win the next match. The next best thing can't get first you gotta get second, you don't get second, you gotta get third and fourth you know? it's
1: always reaching that next step Coach, we can't let you go without talking about the girls I know you're on the bus trip over to Herbs this morning uh, to get ready for that second round over there and second day of that great tournament but uh, what a day for both Elsie uh, Dirks and Sienna Argren, uh, both advancing through uh, into the second day of the state girls wrestling tournament
5: Yeah, that is so huge for those girls they work hard and you know it's nice to see them get rewarded for the hard work that they've done you know they've come to practice every day and battle and wrestle guys and you know it's not always easy and they take their whoopings and you know but they're now they're getting their chance to kind of put it on people and it's fun and it's it's a it's a memory those guys will never forget and it's great for our community and it's great for the school you know it's it's building that positivity and you know you know it's going to get sanctioned sometime it's going to happen and 738 girls out of there if we can come out with two place winners heck well, we're excited you know we, we want to build the program not just the guys program we want to build wrestling in carol iowa you know that's kind of why we started everything what well we did and doesn't matter boys or girls we we want carol Iowa to be known for really really tough wrestling and the girls are doing their part just as much as the guys are and we're so proud of them and i'm, I'm sure they're excited and i can't wait i wish i could talk you know see them and and congratulate them and enjoy it with them. But Swope's, Tyler Swope's doing a great job. He took a little time to go down there and help the girls, and he's a great guy, and they're having a great experience. And we're so excited for them, and can't wait to, to hopefully get you to, uh, two state-place winners and, and uh, a little bit of hardware coming back.
1: Absolutely, Coach. We wish the girls and you guys over there at Ida Grove the best of luck coming up the rest of today. Always good to catch up with you. I know you're hanging out in the back of the bus there, so appreciate you <laughs> giving us some time here this morning. Have a great day uh, and best luck over there tomorrow, or today, hey, I should I appre- say.
5: I appreciate everything you guys have done for us. And as always, go Tigers.
1: You bet. Head Coach Eric Nagel again with the Carroll Wrestling Program, back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coachy
9: Show here on KCIM. Visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal.
1: We're talking camper wrestling as Shane Vaughn, the head wrestling coach, joining us here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Coach, appreciate you joining us here today. Congrats. A, a pretty good week for you guys. Didn't get a chance to hold your your Bill Kane invite uh, last week uh, as that uh, got snowed out. But uh, Thursday, uh, you guys headed down to Red Oak, uh, picked up a win over ahs of Oka Walnut uh, and also Red Oak. And a really disappointing tough loss, uh, close loss uh, to Harlan that night. But uh, overall, pretty pleased how the week has went for you.
12: Yeah.
13: Um, you know, obviously, especially at this point in the year, you start to, you try not to overthink too hard one way or the other. You know, you don't want to get too high. You don't want to get too low. But a lot of good things are happening for us. Um, definitely, you know, I say this every week, but we got stuff to clean up still. And it, we're getting there. Um, we're getting there for sure. But just want to keep working and keep finding ways to fine-tune and critique what we're doing. So those close losses can start to kind of turn the corner into wins and, and expand that margin of victory.
1: Shane, mentioned the, the, the loss to Harlan. 35-34 uh, was the final team score. So close, you actually won more matches that were actually wrestled uh, than what Harlan did in that head-to-head. So uh, that's got to make you feel good. Uh, but you and I were kind of talking. This is as close as you guys have come uh, in a while to beating Harlan, and you guys really kind of, I think, wanted this one.
12: Yeah,
13: um, this was one we wanted pretty bad. They're a, a tough program. I mean, every guy they put out there is disciplined, and they're tough, and they're going to battle, and they're going to make you work for it. But it felt like we had a good shot to get them last night, and we, you know, I mean, we proved on the mat that we're right there with them. Um, you know, losing the duel by one was tough. Um, especially like you said, you know, we won more matches than we lost, but it's, it, 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 I don't know, it's a good result to, uh, go out and compete the way we did, but yeah, I would like to find a way to come away with the close ones there. Um, thing that kind of jumps out to me, they won five matches against us, like five contested matches. And of those five, four were pins and one was a tech ball.
12: Mm-hmm.
13: And so, you know, we talk to the guys every day, every time we're going into a duel, bonus points are going to be a deciding factor in a lot of high school duels. And that was evident last night where, you know, we won more matches than they did contested. Um, but we had four decisions, one major and two pins, and they had four pins and a tech. And that right there is, you know, hard to overcome when you're giving up bonus to that to that degree. So that's not to single out any of our kids. I mean, they've got tough guys. we battled. I don't think we had any, you know, effort problems, but it's just finding ways to close that gap and narrow it down and stay off our back a little more as we move forward.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, just finding that uh, that way to get extra points. Uh, people don't realize sometimes how those extra points end up, uh, you know, helping you, you know, in the long run as a team.
13: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's tough because we've got a lot of young guys out there in the lineup, and they're still kind of getting used to, you know, I, I always tell them don't worry about the team score, just focus on your match. And so I want them going out and wrestling, you know, aggressive and confident and physical no matter what. But then you see those where, you know, sometimes we might take unnecessary risks and it ends up costing us team points, but you also don't want to fault the kid for being aggressive and going out and getting after it. So it's kind of a fine line to walk, but we're we're figuring it out and our young guys are learning and growing. And, you know, a lot of these guys are going to be around for the next several years, so that's uh, good for the future.
1: A 46-30 to 30 win over AHST of Oka Walnut last night uh, and a big win against the Conferenceville beating Red Oak, 60-21. to 21. A lot of the same names... Uh, picking up wins in, in all three of the matches for you guys last night. Uh, Cal Wanniger, uh Tate Byrett, Hayden Stout, Shade Parkus, uh, also Jake Hausman, Riley Parkus, Owen Neppel, uh, just some of those names that uh, kind of kept coming up as I was writing that recap story last night. Uh, Will Healy, guys that uh, just kind of went out and won all of their matches for you last night.
12: Yeah,
13: um, we got guys that are starting to pick up confidence. You know, Owen Neppel is a great example of that. He's, uh, I mean, you can ask anyone, he's had a bit of an up-and-down year, you know, where he comes out on fire sometimes, and other times he's, um, you know, maybe a little confidence issues or just inexperienced showing. But he, he came out aggressive, and really the past, like, week or so, he's been coming out, getting after it, scoring points, and he's letting it fly. And so he's starting to pick up confidence at the right time of year, and it's really fun to see his growth and development.
1: Coach, we're, we're literally two weeks away for, from sectionals. Uh, you've kind of talked about needing to clean things up. How close are you guys to where you need to be at this point of the season?
13: You know, it always feels like as soon as we clean something up, then there's something else going to present itself that also needs to be cleaned up. Um, but, you know, we're getting there. Um, a lot of little things are being figured out, and just a lot of details that we got to keep working on and being consistent with it. There are days when we do the little things really well, and then there are days that we don't, and it's just simple you know, simple errors that we make that we just gotta, you know, get consistent about not doing and pound that in our head and make it, you know, good habits, good muscle memory and um, you know, make it so that way that's our new standard is all the little things done right.
1: And coach, another step and chance to do that today, you guys head down to what's always been a very good uh tournament down at I thirty five. Um how loaded is the field this year and, and, and what's the goal for the Knights down there?
13: You know, it's always a tough tournament. Um and, and that's why we uh, we like to have this one near the end of the year because it's kind of a postseason prep for us. Um, we get to see a lot of teams that we haven't seen yet this year, and so it's a good chance to go out and wrestle guys we maybe don't know and um, kind of have that state-ish type experience where you're in a bracket with tough guys that you are not real familiar with and you just have to go out and wrestle your match and focus on what you can do to go you know, compete and dominate that opponent. And I think we have a lot of guys who are prepped and ready to do well down there um you know every year somebody steps up at this tournament and every year we have someone having an off day but you know hopefully we've got more of the upside than downside now and i think our guys are ready to go um feel pretty locked and loaded here
1: and coach i can't let you go without talking about the girls state tournament that got in underway down at the extreme arena down in the coralville iowa city area on friday of course you had kyra walterman down there had a good friday um how excited uh, is it, to to see her get that chance to go down and wrestle at the state tournament? Uh, and what, i tell you what, the amount of girls wrestling down there this year is just so fun.
13: Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. I really hope the state's paying attention and, you know, working to help us, um, as we try to grow that and make it a sanctioned sport in itself. But, uh, it, it's really cool to see the numbers they have. And, you know, the brackets are huge, but it's, it's an awesome event to watch, um, Tyra's been talking about it all year. Uh, you know, we had Grace Hoffman wrestle down there last year, and she's unable to compete at the moment, but it's something she talks to all the time. You know, it's a really cool experience for these girls to have. And Tyra went out, and, you know, so far she's been really aggressive and wrestling really, really well. And so it's fun to see her get more and more confident and go out and do her thing against other, you know, female competition. So that's been really cool.
1: Yeah, she's absolutely. A great job. Yeah, it's cool to watch a young lady that just picked up wrestling just a year ago uh, you know, and how far she's come with uh, the work that uh, you and your coaching staff and that she has put in herself uh, to get better. So, Coach, appreciate you joining us. Bastelock down at I 35 coming up today.
13: Yeah, thank you very much.
1: You bet. Head Coach Shane Vaughn again with the Kemper Wrestling Program. Back with more from MC's next year on KCIM.
4: It's that time of year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stopping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily specials. Stop in today, try a slice of their homemade pie, a cup of soup, or all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 27 years. MC's, located on Highway 30 East in Carroll.
6: KCIM, Western Iowa weather.
7: Cloudy skies expected this afternoon with daytime highs approaching 29. Winds out of the west, 8 to 15 miles per hour. Overcast again tonight. Chance of snow. Lows level up around eight above. Daytime highs approaching 25 tomorrow. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times. From the Weatherology Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Paul Frobley. See the full forecast and the Brinks exteriors radar at 1380kcim.com. Right now, 21.
9: When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit, and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you
4: by FEMA and the Ad Council.
9: That
1: is going to do it for me on this Saturday. Again, a quick look at that local sports schedule for today. Again, day number two of the State Girls Wrestling Tournament down at Extreme Arena down at Coraville. Also day two of the Herb Ergrins Wrestling Tournament over at uh, Ida Grove with Audubon Carroll, South Central, Calhoun, ESAC advancing wrestlers from yesterday into today. Kemper Wrestling heads to the I-35 tournament. Coon Rapids-Baird at the Ogden tournament. Carroll Boys swim team goes to Lewis Central. And the Carroll and Kemper Boys basketball teams both going to be playing over at the Gilbert tournament today. We'll have both of those games on 93.7 KKRL. Nick Brinks and myself will be doing the play-by-play and color commentary for both of